Everybody that loves the Lord, say amen. amen. Let's take our Bibles, go to John and chapter 19. Hadn't the Lord been good to us? I, and uh, talk to you about if you want to have a revival, here's where to start. You want to have the power of God. He built the sheep gate, then the fish gate, then the old gate. Uh-huh. You get the church right, then you can get the sinners right. Sheep before fish. And then you give them the old gate. Talk to me. Amen. But the Lord's impressed on us to come to John 19. Lord, we thank you for Calvary. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Scriptures, the local church, the blessed hope, the indwelling joy that you give us. Breathe on us, Lord, for a little while, and I'll love you and thank you for it in Jesus' name. And all the Lord's people said... Amen. I'm glad we went right to preaching. It just feels good. The Lord has met with us in these days. All right, I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. The Lord has met with us these days. Amen. And I'm, Brother Dismuke and myself are so comforted and thrilled at what the Lord has done here and where he's put well I can't call him Brother Jordan now I feel <laughs> pastor he's my pastor this week and uh, and sister isn't it something what the Lord's done we feel the Lord here so strong and there are so many good things that we know it's God things. And we bless the Lord for it. He's got what a lot of people would like. The man is 47, but looks like he's 18. <laughs> Not really. 30 with change. And uh, I'm glad to meet you, my brother. And we'll be praying for you. And we're grateful that You've come by to support the gospel ministry. Hadn't the Lord just been really good? Yes, yes. Hallelujah. We fell in love with you. We love you already. And uh, your family, that means I can treat you any old way now. <laughs> Isn't that good? I got to be nice to you when I don't know you. I don't have to be nice now. I already know you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's good to meet several of you so Special, you know, the Lord makes it like that. You can feel like your old friends after 10 minutes. Yeah. And simply, I've known 10 years and I'm not even sure we're new friends yet. <laughs> Amen. The Lord is here and we're so comforted about that. Thank God for it. Thank the Lord. Well, John 19, if the Lord will help me for a little while. And I appreciate that testimony, Brother Brown. That's, that was uh, classic and, and lovely. Lovely. Thank the Lord for it. 
Better learn how to appreciate things uh, that are excellent. And the man expressed appreciation tonight and thanked the Lord for it. Amen. My wife, Jennifer, she too has given me one or two little corners in our house where I can operate. So we appreciate it, sis. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Lord, put it in my heart tonight, John 19. The Lord will help us in verse 30. When Jesus, therefore, y'all in John 19? Thank the Lord. I want to go from John 19 all the way to Acts 2. And uh, I, I love expository preaching. I love expository study even better. Preaching when a man's not pulling off the top of his head, but off the top of years of labor in the Word. I like it. And a dear friend of ours told me the other day, he, he said, I finally figured out you're a... Th- you're a thematic, you're a themed preacher. You run with a theme and with its own twist. <laughs> I said, thank you, sir. Thank the Lord. And I want to go from John 19 to Acts 2 and maybe even get back and pull John 17 and 18 in. And here's what I want to look at for a little while. The operations of God in the church age, the operations of God in the church age. Let's stop, call recess 10 minutes and shout the paint off the walls yeah. that he saved us and put us in the church. Because yeah. 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 it's fixing to be a trumpet sound and guess what? The only thing leaving this world, Amen. thank God. Yeah. He's coming after the church here in a little while. Thank the Lord for it. And... Uh, is the only eternal thing in this world. There's three eternal things in this world, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Saints, and the Holy Scriptures. I'm speaking generally. But if you want to find those three things, they come in one package. And they're all down there at the church. Now y'all know this is not the church house. Old timey talk now. Old timey talk, this is the meeting house. Oh, you ought to have had a little happy bubble right there. It's the meeting house. That's where we meet with the Lord. That's where we meet with the brethren. Woo! That's where we meet for prayer. That's where we meet around the Lord's table. That's where we meet around the breaking the bread of the word of God. Thank the Lord. It's the meeting house and it's where the church meets. Well, I need to say this before I dive off into this. And what we're going to do is we're all going to belly flop and flip and and head dive and however you want to. We're going to dive in these scriptures and splash all around. Amen. A couple of you are going to get drowned. We're not even going to try to rescue you. We'll just look at you. Thank the Lord. And some of you are going to swallow water and cough, and we're going to think that's funny. But we're all going to just dive in the deep end here and splash around the operations of God in the church age. Now, going from John into Acts would be an appropriate place to look at that. And you got to love 
I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. We're just going to eat until y'all are full. How's that? We're just going to eat until y'all are full here. Come and dine is in our text somewhere in John 21. But uh, thank God, have you ever seen them four great commissions? We're at the end of the Gospels here. At Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. See if you've ever seen this. Uh, them four great commissions. Matthew, go into all the nations teaching. Mark, he leaves the large, broad spectrum of teaching the nations and said, preach the gospel to every creature. That thing went from going to the nations to make sure you tell your neighbor. Your neighbor ain't necessarily who lives next to you. It's whoever you find next to you in this journey. All right, Matthew says go to the nations and teach. Mark said go to the creature and preach. Then Luke and John, Luke and John. Matthew gives us something big and Mark makes sure we don't overlook the little. And then Luke said that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name. The only mention of sins in any of the commissions. Luke's the gospel for the sinners. Did you know if you take, if you're, if you're over 40, get your Strong's Concordance. If you're under 30, get your Bible app. <laughs> and if you're like me, you can't remember where your Strong's is and you don't know how to work your Bible app. You just have to read the Bible. <laughs> Lester Roloff said, if you need a concordance because you've not been reading your Bible. <laughs> Oh, me. <laughs> but, uh, oh, if you look up the word sinner or sinners, did you know there is, I think, 19 mentions, 17 mentions of sinner or plural form sinners. And did you know there are as many sinners, maybe more, I can't remember my old study, than the entire other 65 books of the Bible put together. There's that many sinners in Luke, the mention of the word. And the other 65 books is equal. That's where the sinners are. Y'all ain't helping me. Oh, dear neighbor. It's the only commission with the mention of sins. Now, it's interesting, Luke, who did he travel with? Don't talk to me. If you get it wrong, I'm not going to embarrass you. Who did he travel with? Yeah, that's, that's right, the Apostle Paul. He was that physician. And, uh, oh, my, a lot of Greek in his background. And he traveled with the church age, the apostle to the Y'all are scared of me, ain't you? <laughs> the apostle to the Gentiles. Y'all knew that. And oh my, the grace of God. You ever look at Luke in the light of the gospel for sinners? Guess what? I found in my study years ago, there are at least 70, probably more, but 70 that we identified some years ago in the synonymity, is that a word? 
It could, is that a word? Pretty good there. We've got to ask our teacher here. The synonymity, the synonymous, the synoptic gospels, how they line up with each other. And there were at least 70 unique peculiarities that were unique only to Luke. Now, the word, I'll give you a couple of them because you don't want all 70 of them. That's for my service when I'm overseas and they want a five-hour service. Okay, the rich man in hell, that's in Luke. Aren't you glad he doesn't want sinners to go to hell? Right, amen. The word Calvary. I'm about to run down the middle aisle and shout. The word Calvary is only one time in your Bible. Woo. Guess what book it's in? Now, if y'all get this wrong, we're going back to school. <laughs> it's in Luke. Oh my, the good Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, the, the man in the ditch. Thank God, I'm glad he saves old sinners, aren't you? The prodigal son, the sheep in the desert, the silver in the dust. What gospel's that in? It's the book for sinners. Hallelujah. Well, while I'm right there and we're just feeding out of the off the table. This is buffet style. Get what you need. Amen. Get what you want. Come back around if you want to. Y'all have buffets in Washington? Yeah, man. You bet? Okay. The man done clarified. Not any good ones. My brother's on the back and, and giving us a negative. Not like Georgia and Florida. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. That's exactly right. We need to get them folk down south. We're saved by grace but we're kept by grease. Yeah. Amen. We didn't figure out everybody dies around 70, 80, or 90. None of these tree bark, drinking grass and wheat stuff, ain't none of them living any longer than anybody else. But anyhow, <laughs> this is buffet. Just come get what you want. Now, that Luke right there. Mm. I believe it was 17. Could be 18. Y'all can check, check up on me. Sinners in Luke. There's another word in the Bible that's in Luke more than any other book by far. You know what it is? It's the word forgiveness. Oh, y'all ain't helping me. God put, and guess what? It's exactly the word forgive, forgiven, forgiveness, anyway, forgiving, any way you can find the word forgive. And it's the exact same number as the, not as the amount of sinners. Y'all ain't helping me. Don't y'all know how to pop a happy bubble in Washington? I done learned you're eating biscuits and you need to get further along here. Woo! God put as much for, I'm about to run down your eyes. Put as much forgiveness in that book as there were sinners. Now, I tried to do something. I tried to find sinners in the past tense, and I couldn't find it. And then I looked at forgiveness and seen if there was any past tense, and it's in there one time. Oh, Frank. I preach a message on old brother Frank forgiveness. Y'all remember the guy that got tossed into the debtor's prison and then because then, he owed a quarter of a million dollars or something, and the old boy just frankly forgave him. When he had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave him. Just forgave him the debt and let him out. 
Well, said he went down the road and the boy owed him a quarter and he choked him out for it. We need to be careful to show mercy. God's been merciful to us. But anyhow, I found one past tense in there, forgave. I couldn't find the sinner. Couldn't find no past with the sinner, but I could find forgiveness in the past. Y'all are looking at me like you don't eat them biscuits. You're supposed to put this together and halfway come off your pew shouting. Thank God I'm glad that he cleared up my past. The only thing I can find back there is forgiveness. Bless the Lord. Okay, I was trying to tell you about the Great Commission. Y'all took off down a trail. Well, so Luke is a commission for sinners. But John, what's his commission? Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Feed my lambs, he said first. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Y'all ain't helping me. What about Matthew said, let's don't forget to go to the nations. Mark said, let's don't forget to go to the neighbor. This thing's real big and it's real little. And you do know there ain't no size with God. He's never looked down on this earth and seen anything big. Not even the earth is not big to him. And he's never down here and looked and seen anything little that he thought was a little deal. He don't see size. He sees sort. Mm, Bless the Lord. Well, Luke gives us the commission for the sinners. John gives us the commission for the saints. What about that? Now, I'm running a trail and didn't even know I was going to, but it don't bother me a lick. Y'all remember going to Sunday school, those of you that got to, and they told us that in Matthew, all right, y'all got to answer me now. I'm going to get ill with you and we'll start throwing song books. Jesus is presented as the, in the Gospel of Matthew, he's presented as the king. That's right. Mark, see if you can remember this one. He's presented as the servant. Luke, presented as the son of man. And John, presented as the son of God. Look how they line up. There's a king for the nations. There's a servant for the individual. There's a son of man who was tempted in all point like as we for all of us sinners. And then for the, for the church in John, that heavenly, that heavenly eternal John, different than the rest of them, he starts out in the beginning was the word. And the word I mean, just dives in, gives us John 3, 16. And we have the son of God for the church. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? We're trying to be intellectually honest and end with all four great commissions and carry them into the book of Acts. The beginning of the church age. Now, I got to say something before I get into my, my thematic preaching. Just found that out. what I was doing. Mm. Me and you ain't at the beginning of the church age. I didn't mean to say ain't, sister. It means am not. I'll fix that. <laughs> Only because she's here and I'm under conviction. <laughs> ACE conviction. 
I was K through 12. This lady helped put all the material together. I am really on my toes with this dear sister. I love her. I'm telling you, I do. What about that? Me and all my brothers and sisters, all six of us, all four of us brothers preach, and the two sisters can preach if they need to. Ah! The, mm, was all K through 12, A-C-E. Your labor, your labor lives on. Isn't that an A-C school y'all got? In the A-C school, Pastor Dismucat. Amen. You better believe it's a big deal. You better believe it's a big deal. The Lord said, if you just give a cup of water in my name, I'll not forget it. You know, you will. You'll forget something that small. But he won't. Do you know what the judgment seat of Christ, if you didn't live for yourself, you're going you're gonna to be, God's going to remind you of all kind of things that day that you don't even know that Woo! Hallelujah. Well, back to y'all was trying to be sweet to our sister. We don't have time for that. Let's not be sweet to her. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm teasing that though. We're not at the we're not at the beginning of the church age. We're at the end of the church age. I just need to say that. No man knows the day or the hour. But the times and the seasons, you have no need. Now that first thing was said by Matthew. And then that second thing was said by the Apostle Paul. Y'all want a little extra while we're here? You want a little extra nugget while we're right here? No man knows the day or the hour. Not the angels in heaven. And Jesus said, not even me. I wonder if he knows now. Revelation 1 1. That was pre Calvary. That was pre Calvary. Revelation 1 1. So I want you to tell John everything about my coming. The revelation which God gave unto him to show unto his servant John. You think when Jesus, I'm about to shout and run down your middle aisle. I'm a little afraid I'll run into that door and it's got a push bar. I don't know where it goes. I've already envisioned me. I was in a meeting one night and we got to happy and shouting up in the Tennessee hills and we got to shouting all over the building and men would run over and kick the door open and it was a 20 foot drop and an emergency thing. He said, that's what he said right there. I don't know where that thing goes. Well, me and you, I wonder if he sat down at the right hand of the Father after his obedience and fulfillment. And the Lord said, now, let me show you some things and you go show John and John's going to yeah, tell everybody yeah. about the second coming. Amen. Amen. Not quite sure how all that went down, but be careful when you pull a scripture out that you just kind of make sure you got it in its proper setting. Yeah, there are a lot of things that was before the cross and the cross changed a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. The cross changed a lot of things, changed my life. Hallelujah. Okay, we're at the end of the church age now. Let me give you this. And, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a keeping an eye on that just so I'll know why people start to get mad. <laughs> it don't mean I'm going to end. It just means I'll understand why people are filing out. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. I'm teasing. Not really. Oh, my. We'll feed you till you're full. Operations of God in the church age. Can I give them to you up front so you can mark them, study them when you get home? John 19, y'all ready? Let your fingers do the working. Let your ink pen do the writing. Mark your Bibles if you, if you want to. John 19, 30. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar. He said, it is finished. Hallelujah. I got a little red circle and an asterisk right there. Hallelujah. The work of the Savior. I'll come back and preach it maybe. But let's just stop and thank God that all of this is possible because of the finished work of Christ on Calvary's cross. That's what the whole church age is about. That's really what all the ages are about is the finished work of Christ. And when we get to the other side, we're going to say worthy is the teacher who taught. Worthy is the example who lived. Worthy is the revolutionary who revolutionized. Oh, this world loves to, worthy is the babe in the manger. I ain't got it right yet, have I? What are we going to say on the other side? Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Amen. The work of the Savior. Then the second thing you see is in chapter 20. And get on down there in verse 20 and 21. And it's verse 22. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. And saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Number two, if you're going to understand anything about the church age, the operation of the Savior. Number two, the operation of the Spirit. Well, bless the Lord. Now, right here is your indwelling, and your t- my Bible, one, two pages later is Acts 2, and there's the own dwelling. Fell on them, came on them. Amen. Thank God the indwelling ministry of the Spirit of God is to help us with everything on the inside. And the own dwelling ministry of the Holy Ghost is to help us with everything on the outside. Amen. 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 The work of the Spirit. While it's here and while I'm on my mind, while I'm on my mind, while I'm on my mind, let me say it like this. Brother Dismuke, just a week ago I read this, and boy, it's been a pumping in my spiritual blood. In the Old Testament, it seemed like God the Father was at war with the world. All them nations, the Gentiles, the flood, his kingdom, you know. In the Gospels, we see Jesus at war with the devil. And in the church age, in Paul's epistles and Acts, we see the Holy Ghost at war with the flesh. You like that, Brother Brown? That makes sense to me. We see God the Father. He seemed to be dealing with the world. And then, it's such a mess, he had to send his son. And he, thank God, dealt with the enemy, the devil. Met him in the wilderness. I'm about, mm, I may run on out that door by faith. I don't know where it goes. And then thank God we've got the Holy Ghost to help us with the flesh. Amen. The work of the Spirit. Number three is in John 21. 
Oh, I love this. It's going to be in verse 1. After these things, John 21, 1, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples. Oh, and he dealt with them the whole chapter. The work of the servants. He's talking to John. He's dealing with Peter. He was feeding his own. He was ascending them. Y'all ain't helping me. All the work of the servants. Then in Acts chapter 1, what would this be? Number 4? Acts chapter 1. Mm, mm, mm. Verse 8. Amen. Ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and, I, and you know that verse. And brother, they were gazing up into heaven. What verse do I want? Mm. Verse 10, they looked steadfastly toward heaven. Verse 13, when they were come in, they went up into an upper room. Verse 14, these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. Hallelujah. It's the work of the saints. The work of the saints. Be my witnesses. It's right. They were witnesses of his redemption. Go up to verse 1 and verse 2 and it talks about his passion. They were witnesses of the resurrection. He showed them by many infallible proofs his body. They were witnesses of the rapture. They watched him being taken up and then they were, they were witnesses of a promise of his return. He shall so come again in like manner. Witnesses. The work of the saints. And then they had a prayer meeting. Then they had a prayer meeting. Hmm. 120 of them. And then there's 500 in the big meeting. Somewhere in there, the 500 of them met. Between them 50 days. Remember, he showed himself to 500 at least in there. That 1 Corinthians 15 tells us that. And uh, kind of gives us a little layout. This is not dogmatic, but it might give us a little layout of how the church is supposed to look. About 120 assembling. And then when you have a big meeting, about 500. And when you're training them, maybe about 12, really. And then your inner circle might be three. (laughs) And then there'll be one. Lay his head on your bosom. You pastors, dear pastor, we got three young pastors, but we got three young pastors, two pastors, an older pastor. And uh, you know, there's always that one. <laughs> he said, well, why were they the pet? Because they, they wanted to be petted. Jesus never said, only one of you is allowed to lay your head on my bosom. First come, first serve, nobody else. Yeah. No, there was just one that loved him. Yeah. Woo, there's you some Bible numbers. Amen. Amen. It may just be one that you impact profoundly. And it may be three it's, that goes to the deep inner places with you. By the way, those three, Peter, James, and John, 
I've seen at least and maybe only three places where he carried them and only them. And every time it was to a place of death. Them three went to the Mount of Transfiguration. Them three went in the little room where the girl had died. And them three went, uh, where, where was the other one? Where was the other one? It'll come to us later. Wasn't Lazarus thing, was it? it yes, Pastor Dismuke, it was Gethsemane's garden. Oh. That was right. Thank you. Oh, they went up on the mountain of transfiguration and heard Moses and Elijah talking to the Lord about his death at Calvary. And they went in that room and where that little, uh, Tabitha, arise. Amen. And then they went in the garden and witnessed the blood soak his beard. Amen. Being part of the inner circle, the only place he ever carried him was the place of death. Hallelujah. He said, what in the world has God got me doing over here? Honey, that's the bridge between this world and that world. Yeah. He's killing me good. He's got word around nothing but death. You'll be fine. <laughs> that's the bridge between our world and his. Y'all ain't helping me. Them three. Then you got 12 you send out. Put a zero behind it. That's how many are supposed to be at the prayer meeting. Don't expect your 120 to act like the 12. Don't be hard on your 12 and make them act like the three. Don't, don't beat up the three because they're not like the one. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. And what's that 500 about? It just means there's a lot more out there other than just us. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I know 3,000 got saved. Stuff like that might happen too. Yeah. Amen. There's you some Bible numbers. Hallelujah. Amen. I love your facilities. I mean, I already feel at home. I've done seen the bus candy. I've raised, I'm a preacher's kid. I was raised in a parsonage. I can still bus candy and never even get guilty about it. <laughs> Amen. I done got it figured out. You know, our tithe bought it and yeah. our parents worked it and yeah. we deserve a bonus. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know when the church nursery runs out of animal crackers and you're stuck with saltine. Somebody, yeah. please, get on the job. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> we like the animal crackers better than the saltine. Help me now. Amen. I know how to go over to the church and fetch my daddy's Bible. And do y'all know that when all of y'all leave and you're the only one in here, this thing is huge and it's scary. Right, yeah. Take 30 minutes to get from here out through the door. Yeah. Talk to me. Anybody raised around church? <laughs> Preacher's kid and deacons, if we know how to go in the church, turn the lights on and beat the speed of light, we can be out the door before the <laughs> If you ever hear a boom, that was us breaking the sound barrier, getting out of there, because it's scary in there and in certain other places, it's scary. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's church, the work of the saints. Amen. Acts 2 is our last point, other than the other two I may throw in there. Acts 2, speaking of them, getting saved, go to the end of it. Verse 41, Acts 2, 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Oh, somebody go ahead and try to guess what my last S is. 
It's the work of the sinners. I love how verse 47 ends. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Back home, one of our great fireball preachers has gone to be with the Lord, Brother Sammy Allen. And he had a particular belief about that phrase. And he believed that every day since Calvary, the Lord saved somebody. And the Lord added daily. That's what old Brother Allen believed. It sounded right when he said it. I'll go along with it. Acts 2.47, and the Lord added. By the way, you see them 3,000 that got saved on the day of Pentecost? You match that up. This is the day that the grace was given. It's the day the gospel was given. 3,000 got saved. Anybody know where I'm going? Let me see your head. Let me see your head if you think you know where I'm going with that. Guess how many died on the day the law was given. We're in Exodus 24, that old covenant, that Old Testament. There's some sort of judgment went on there. 3,000 souls were killed the day the law was given. I may have to go ahead and run quit talking about it. But when the grace of God came, 3,000 got saved. Amen. It's the work of the sinners. Well, hallelujah. What are we going to do? Y'all see here, I've been up here half an hour, and I just now got to my message. It's a miracle that I'm in evangelism. It really is. It's about, I marvel every week, like how in the world does anybody ever ask me back? Well, I guess because some people love the Bible. Amen. And love the Lord and put up with me. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Good. Now, let's, let's tag two things. Go back to John 18. Go back to John 18. Right before the work of the Savior. I'm about to run, Brother Brown. Good. You ain't too old to run with me, are you? Yes. We're probably about the same speed. <laughs> we'll get old brother, old brother Army Mennonite back there to go with us. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to grow a beard and shave my mustache. It's so cool. <laughs> Hallelujah. I've enjoyed fellowshipping with that brother every night. Mm. John 18. Somebody, one of you men, start reading there in verse 1. I'm too tired to go back to the pulpit and turn to John 18. <laughs> Verse Jesus one. had spoken these uh-huh, words, uh-huh. went forth with his disciples oh, to the brook Pedra. Oh, my. Where was a garden? Where was a garden? Into the which he entered. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. I'm looking for torches and lanterns. And Judas also. And Judas. Here comes Satan. Knew the place. Uh-huh. He knew the place. Oft times resorted. Mm-hmm. Judas then having received a band of men and officers. Band of men, here comes the enemy. Pharisees. Uh-huh. Here comes Satan. Let me tell you what happened right before the work of the Savior. The work of the Satan. Satan meaning deceiver and adversary. The Satan, our great adversary. What about that? 
thinking he's coming in with a preemptive strike. The work of Satan. Can I tell you all right before God will do a great work in your life, Satan will first. Preached a message years ago. Preached a message years ago. Crossing over Kedron. That bloody brook. The blood sacrifices that flow off the mount where Solomon built the temple, where Abraham offered Isaac, where the sacrifices over 10,000 animals on the day Solomon dedicated that temple. And that blood would flow down Kedron carry the filth out of the city. He just wanted to carry the blood out. And on down there was Gehenna, the city dump, if you would. They'd throw the carcasses of beast and that would always be a burning and there'd be some old animal or some beggar and his corpse would be up there and the Pardon me, but the maggots and the worms crawling through it and the fire ever burning. That's where Jesus pointed to when he preached on hell. Crossing over Kedron, where it was a garden. Blood was going to come out of his head. The strong bulls of Bashan was going to beset him round about. They were the biggest, meanest bulls in the country. Them strong devils from hell come to kill him in the garden. Judas pressed his lips on the face of the Lamb of God. Got the actual blood on his actual face. and Died and went to a devil's hell. Sealed his fate by kissing the doorway to heaven. Locked himself in the gates of hell. A lot of darkness. His own betrayed him. Even John the Beloved, I'm quoting the King James Bible because it's the only one you can quote. The other ones are easier to read but impossible to quote. You be careful. You pull a toy rubber sword on the enemy. It'll do nothing but bend like a baby's toy. Little children that can't read and old people that can't remember. Whoo, Lord. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. Even John the Beloved. There are going to be some dark chapters in your life. God offers you a cup that will make the kiss in your forehead burst. The devil will come and kiss you and turn you over. The spear and nails in your back. Mm. Being stabbed in the back. There's going to be some dark chapters. Your best friends will run off that night. The working of Satan. Amen. Hey, some of the old timers already know. Y'all get ready for it. My dear preacher brother, how long you been pastoring, friend? Started this summer. Amen. For the well, just a little while. 14 months. I want to tell all three of you young men of God something. I want to tell you something. God's going to do a great work with all of you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you've already testified of this 
the integrity of this brother. You can feel God on that brother right there. All three of you, God's going to do a great work. And so is Satan. And the Lord will turn him loose on you. Turn him loose on Job as the greatest man in the East and turn him loose on Jesus. But you're going to be all right. <laughs> it may kill you and you'll be all right. <laughs> Talk to me. Oh. And, and you, about the time Satan does a great work, just hold on. In the next chapter, Jesus is going to do a great work. <laughs> but just in case you think things are going really bad, there's a chapter before chapter 18. I'm about to eat this pulpit like it's made out of fudge. Amen. Woo! Feeling rather particular. Ah! Go to John 17. I'm about to run. The works of sovereignty. Somebody tell me, this is the actual Lord's prayer. This is the actual Lord's prayer. That other one is the disciples' prayer. Quit calling it the Lord's Prayer. I mean, that's not egregious to call it that. It's no crime. Our Father, which art in heaven, that's the disciples' prayer. Here's the Lord's Prayer. This is the sweet incense being poured out right before the blood sacrifice is carried in. Amen. What's the first thing out of his mouth? Father! I may get that run in. Father, huh? Is somebody bigger than the devil in charge? (laughs) Father! What's the next words out of his mouth? It just so happens by chance we're not sure what's going on. No. The hour is come. That's the works of the sovereign. When I use the word sovereign, don't think I'm a Calvinist because John Calvin didn't believe but four of his own points. He couldn't even go along with limited atonement. Amen. And I can't go along with not with not one doctrine of it. They're lying to you when they say they believe in total depravity. That ain't what they believe. They believe in total deadness. And I believe in that, but they believe it this way. Total inability yeah. to hear and believe. That's, right. That's, right. That's, right. That's a lie. Yeah. Amen. 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 If you go to hell, it won't be God's choice. It'll be That's your right. choice. That's right. Amen. Amen. Hey. Well, you're trying to steal the glory from God. You've read too many Presbyterian books. Somebody said, why don't you Baptists write books? We're too busy reading one. (laughs) If you got to have 20,000 volumes in your library and you still can't explain people what y'all believe, that's the reason they're writing all them books or trying to explain to us something that ain't in the book. If you got to take 45 minutes and read me four books for me to halfway understand what you're trying to say, it didn't come out of the Bible. Truth flows. Father, 
The hours come. Martin Luther. You got to love the old Lutheran. Amen. They said he was 350 pounds and, and uh, had a belly and belched often. Amen. He believed in the biscuits. He believed in a lot of things there that he didn't learn better about. But anyway, we'll leave that alone. Something to do with beer and baptizing babies, but leave me alone. Thank God he did what he did. And uh, he wrote a book called, and it's called The Devil is the Lord's Devil. I got the book in my library. The Devil is God's Devil. I want to tell y'all something. The devil's going to show up in a chapter right before Jesus does a big work. But I hate to tell him this, and I ain't going to tell him because he can't figure it out yet, and I ain't going to help him figure it out. God's always one chapter ahead of him. I'll close on this. Whoever wants to come to the piano, let's come and softly begin to play Amazing Grace. I'm going to tell you this, and I'll be done now. Come down here because I may run. Amen. God's always one step ahead of the devil. Always. A serpent come up in the garden. Oh, I see his man and his up. I got him right where I want him. And God was about 10 yards back looking on saying, mm-hmm. He walked right into my trap. I got him right where I want him. There was a hill called Calvary. And that serpent slithered up in that hill and said, I've got him right where I want him. And God was about 10 yards back, standing somewhere in the shadows. I got him right where I want him. Here in a little while, the unholy trio, can't call them a trinity, the unholy trio, the beast, the false prophet, the antichrist, are going to be gathering the nations around Jerusalem. And that devil's going to say, I finally got them right where I want them. And God, this is where I'm at, God will be somewhere. With his both hands wrapped around the curtains of glory peeking. We got them right where we want them. Somewhere at the end of a glorious thousand years. We went down to Seattle and preached in the street today. I didn't say not one thing about the president, politics, or government. I didn't even go for social reform. It ain't ever going to work. There's only one reformer that can reform the governments, including ours, and that's when the Son of God comes back. We preach the gospel. Hallelujah. At the end of a thousand glorious years, the devil's going to be loose for a little season. You're going to go out and deceive the nations. And after the devil spent a thousand years in hell, 
And mankind, thank God, the church will be in glorified bodies. Sin no more. But them natural nations that came out of the tribulation and spilled into the thousand year reign after living with Jesus for a thousand years and after the devil been in hell a thousand years, sinners will still act like sinners and the devil will still act like the devil. And he's going to think. I'm going to try one more time. And I got all the nations to listen to me. Maybe I finally got this thing right where I want it. God, once again, I got this right where I want it. He's going to judge the whole outfit. And there we'll sail off into the ages to come. You'll be in a glorified body, sister. I feel like being sweet to you again. <laughs> You're being a glorified body. You won't be pushing that around. Back won't be bowed. Our knees will be bowed. Hallelujah. What a day that'll be. Glory. Amen. Father. The hours come. Turns out God's in charge of everything. Well, Lord made all the point that he wanted to make tonight. Amen. I'm glad that God's operating in the church age. You three pastors here, you ain't got to figure out how to build the church. He said, I'll build my church. You men fill the pulpit and God will, he'll handle the pews. You fill the prayer closet and he'll fill your people. Oh my. Hallelujah. The church is his. It's his business. Thank God. I'm glad I'm on the winning side. You say, I don't understand all that. You ain't got to. Sorry. You don't have to. He says, I have to come back over here and apologize. I feel like I'm in trouble. Get that little ruler. Get that little ruler on me, sis. Hey! You don't have to understand God. You don't have to understand the Bible. You just have to stand under you ain't got to understand these things. Just stand under these things. Amen. They marveled. They were unlearned and ignorant men. But they took knowledge of them. Here's the only knowledge you need. They had been with Jesus. I've got to go see what's out that door. I'm about to run through it. Hallelujah. I'm glad it's in the Father's hands. It's in the Father's hands. Before we stand, could I ask us to come pray? I'll tell you what I'd like to do. I'd like for these three young pastors, and I know you're you're grown men. I'm not throwing off on that. I'd like for you three pastors to pray together. and Maybe Brother Brown and Brother Dismuke will pray over you and pray with you. 
Do we have any other pastors here tonight? Okay. And two, three men. And church, let's all stand. Why don't you come around and find you a place to pray? Let's ask the Lord to bless the church. If you're able to, come and sit on the front if you've got a bad back or bad knees. Let's come and pray. Find your place and come. You men and women, come. Let's have a prayer meeting tonight. Thank the Lord. Thank God. Thank God. 